This is the one Welcome I really back, like. everyone, to episode. <laughs> this is such a good one. <laughs> Come back, on now, everyone. Episode one hundred and eighteen <laughs> of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta, alongside me, Ryan Varan, and today we're here to talk about Hunger Games: The Bout of Songbirds and Snakes. Um. If we sound a little bit weird today, it's because our studio was infested by flies. And yeah, you know. I walked in, I made a shocking discovery that there were just like 15 flies just flying around. And I was like, what the hell? We can't do this with all these goddamn flies here. So I opened the door, tried to shoo some of them out. And there's just like 10 more in the door, just sitting on the door frame. And I'm like, what the hell? So I left. And now we're here. We're back in the old, the old sco- the studio. The old school studio. My mama's basement. Yes. Yeah. If you just heard the toilet flush, sorry. Flush. It's it's because your plumbing is stupid. Yep. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't wasn't listening to us back when we were doing them here, every once in a while you hear a dog, you hear my siblings. Yeah. You hear a toilet. It's, it's fine. The washer. So today's audio is going to be really okay. weird. Go yeah. Ahead. We're also we're both lounging on a couch right now, so we sound a little more relaxed. It's nice though. It's very nice. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm enjoying myself. Oh, I feel good. Got my Got feet Hunger up. Games catching fire on. You did put the Hunger Games on. Get us in the movie. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta rewatch these movies because I, we just saw. I mean, we're reviewing it's kind of the, whole the ballad of, of songbirds and snakes. Fucking but I gotta re- rewatch the actual Hunger Games movies because I haven't seen them since I was in like grade school. Turn my game up. But yeah, is this better? So yeah, there we go. Now I'm a little bit louder. Hunger Games. Doing the ballad of songbirds and snakes. Oh, you want to do like an intro? How you doing, Tommy? How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. It's, yeah. a, it's a Monday. It's Thanksgiving week. It is Thanksgiving for week. School. Still got oh, a lot of assignments school. to do. Yeah, I actually don't have that many this week, which I'm very I think thankful I have like five, for. which yeah. is really isn't that many. Well, I just did that podcast project. Mm. Remember the one I just recorded? That's what I was recording before. Nice lady. Very nice. Nice lady. Yeah. She's great. This one um, wasn't as bad as the last one time you did a podcast one. Or you did the Beatles one last year. Beatles one. You record like a podcast about the Beatles. Oh, no. That was about Orson Welles. Oh. Why did I, think I don't know why. You, I don't know how, how the hell you got that. That one kind of sucked. That was just alone. But this lady I got to talk to. She was very nice. Um. Anyways. Stanley Tucci. Caesar. Whoa. Stanley Tucci. God, that man's teeth have never been whiter. Um. Dude, this man was amazing. Yeah, it was a great one. I think um, whatever his name in this one was very fun as well. Yeah, not not. <laughs> he was a worthy successor, predecessor. But he, yeah, but like he did it after him. So. I know what you mean. I'm talking about in the universe. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting universe. invested. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, the bout of songbirds and snakes is the newest installment into the Hunger Games franchise. And it was also directed by Francis Lawrence, the same director of oh, second, third, and fourth Hunger Games movies. Not mm-hmm. the first one. But, yeah. Um, right out the gates, I think this movie, again, showing us that Rachel Zegler, is, as much as she might have said some things that we didn't all agree with during the strike, she um, she's still a superstar in the making. That girl can do everything. She Jeez. can act. She can sing. She can she can do it all. She was really good in this. Um, Tom Blythe as Corn. How do you say it? Coriolanus Snow. Coriolanus. He um he he's gonna be big. He was very good. What the fuck was that? I don't know what the hell that, that was. was a weird dude. plumbing issue. 
But um, <laughs> I hope that pipe just falls right on your head. <laughs> it's gonna be like Mario, just sucks you right up. People are probably like turning this episode. Like, what this am I is, listening? I'm to? I'm having a great time. I'm having fun. Um, yeah, no, this I think this is a really good movie. Overall, I think the things that a lot of critics have been saying, a lot of people have been saying, is that it's very good. And like Tommy was saying, Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe, both fantastic. I think Blythe was better than Zegler in this one. Just to me, he also was the main character, so he had more to do. But um, they're both really, really good. Great leads. Um, I think this movie was pretty good as a whole. But like everyone was saying, the end is just way too long. And it just drags for a while. And it's really, really not that good. But the first two hours, pretty good. Really enjoyed myself. It's that last 40 minutes that is just bleh, meh. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm definitely not I don't think it's as bad as some other people. Again, a lot of people were even saying like if you are a big fan of the franchise, you definitely won't find the negatives as bad, especially mm-hmm. if you're a fan of the books. And yeah, no, I think it's definitely was too long. But I still like seeing like I think this film's biggest issue was his turn from good to bad was too quick. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's what the final act should have been. Mm-hmm. Instead of seeing her this is gonna be spoilers for anyone who hasn't read the book. Uh I'm going to say something, so skip ahead like a minute. Um, Instead of her turning on him, I wish it was more him turning on her. Yeah. Because she's really the one who caused it. Because she Mm -hmm. turns on him and tries to kill him. Not. Yeah. So I I wish that was more the storyline that we got in the third act. Well, she kind of, she doesn't, I mean, she does turn on him, but she kind of, she does it kind of off the assumption that he'll turn on her. Like, she kind of. It's preemptive because remember she's like I'm the only person that knows that was you. Yeah, and, and then she, she just runs away. Before, so like, like trust is the most important thing, more than love. And yeah. that's why right away, as soon as he says, before they even get to the cabin, he brings up uh, he's killed three people, including his old self. Yeah, and and she's like, like <laughs> it's okay, cause I'm cool. But and she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I did like. It I was... He was gonna kill her right there. Really? Like, like I thought they were gonna change it because I thought he was gonna be like I killed three people. Yeah, she's like who? And she's like, that would have been ridiculous. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been so dumb. Um, yeah, no, I think overall this movie, like I said, was very good. I think the Hunger Games and the lead up to the Hunger Games itself was a big part of that. And I'm not going to lie, the Hunger Games itself, very much of a letdown in the action department. There's no blood in this movie, which I'm not saying you need to be like, you know, this doesn't have to look like a fucking Halloween movie or Friday the 13th movie. I'm just saying... The concept of 24, 12 to 18 year olds getting put into a battle pit with swords and pitchforks and shit. I mean, that's a brutal concept. And you just see them get stabbed and they're like, look at their hands like, oh, no. And then they fall over and it's like, OK. Cool. Like It's just not it's not very good. The action itself. But I think the main draw of this movie is seeing the Hunger Games from the outside perspective from the kids who are the mentors to all the tributes and the capital as a whole viewing and that becoming a more, you know, a more popular, almost sporting event in this world. And I think that was the main draw. And I think they did really, really good with that. Can I say something? 
Go ahead. It was. Uh, it's going back to what you were saying about the fighting. Mm-hmm. I saw that's been a lot of people's like big criticism, like oh, the fighting doesn't match up to the fighting in these movies. Yeah. Which I mean, fair enough, it doesn't. Yeah. The fight scenes, especially in Catching Fire, are really well done. Yeah. Trident scenes are really cool. Um, the actual war sequences in the third and fourth one are really well done. Fun fact about the Trident. You know the one the guy that gets hit in the chest. Yeah, it was it's originally supposed to get him in the face, but that would have given the movie an R rating, so they oh, changed it. Jack Quaid gets hit. Is it Jack Quaid? Yeah. No, that's the first one. I think that's the one you're talking about. No, I mean in Catching Fire when the dude gets the. Oh, I think the, it's the Trident to the chest. Movie, in the start of the battle. Yeah, he's saving. He's supposed to be in the face. Really, yeah, cool. that seems still sick hitting him. With <laughs> it is pretty cool. What's the guy's name again? Fennec. 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 Do you know whose wife is? I do. Andy Cresta. Andy Cresta. <laughs> <laughs> my sister. Um. No, yeah, what I want to say. Your sister. What? She is not my sister. She's a redhead in like 28. Uh-huh. Um, what I want to say about the fighting is, though, I think it's on purpose that the fighting doesn't look as cool. Yeah. And the reason that for that is we see in all the Hunger Games movies, they train. There's like that three mm-hmm. weeks of training they have. Yeah. There is none of that in this. It is the second day after they get there. Yep. And so I think it is a little bit different. So I think that was the point of the fighting. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, I wish it was a little more violent when it did happen. Yeah. But I liked now looking back on being like, oh, that was the whole point of them not really knowing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They weren't trained in this. This isn't like, uh, especially when we watch the later Hunger Games, you see that the certain uh, districts, they have like people that they automatically pick to mm-hmm. fight in the Hunger Games. Yeah. I forget what they're called, but they always volunteer like they're trained up to be the best. Yeah. Kato is one of them. He's the Kato? He's the main, like, the blonde guy. Ludwig. Oh, the main in the first one? Yeah. The bad guy? Kato, that's his name. Gotcha. Yeah, he, like, some of the time he was born, he was trained to win the Hunger Games. Okay. So then he just volunteers. When Loser. Isn't that crazy? Didn't get that it's shit the first two. It's District 1, District 2. All four of the kids train. To they train to win. to win. You know what I always want from the Hunger Games? Mm-hmm. Is you see it, in the, and in this movie, too, they have, like, there's the one big team that's kind of, like, going around killing everybody. I just want to see one... Where those that team wins and they just stand in a circle, they're like, "Well, shit, we gotta, we gotta figure this out now." It does happen in this one? It does. That's true. They're all like a team in the end. Yeah, but I, they never, they don't kill each other in this movie. No, they work because the, the arena gets blown up. I know that, because but Katniss is I'm like, saying, "I'm gonna save you, Peter." Oh yeah, and then kids are so blown though. But I'm saying, like, I want to see one where it's all the bad guys win bad guys in quotes it's just kids who don't want to die and then they're like all right now we got to kill each other shit sorry guys yeah. <laughs> like, i just want to see how that would work that'd be so it'd be entertaining to see that i mean it'd be pretty brutal but i feel like you'd have to make all the people not like each other like you'd have to yeah. make kind of the characters unlikable because mm-hmm. i feel like if you like all of them that's just yeah that's just rough yeah because hmm. it's like when your friend you ever play like any sort of like you know, single player game with your buddy, like whether it's it's like a Minecraft game or survival, like or something. yeah, like you play with your buddy, you and your homies. They got a one v one. It, yeah, 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 that'd be fun. I let Just my go. buddy win when we did a big one in St. Francis. Me and him were. You remember like the swamp trees that were huge, yeah. like that you had. It was pretty much like the cornucopia in the Hunger Games. You climb up and every, that's where the cool gear would be. Me and my buddy were up there, each on like a long branch, mm-hmm. and I was like. Okay. It's okay. And I jumped <laughs> and I ended it a little bit. He was like, no. Nice. I was like in seventh grade or whatever when that mm-hmm. came out. But yeah. Um, no, I, I, I really liked, I think Tom Blythe really played Cornelius Coriolanus Snow really well. Yeah. 
I thought his look was really good. I like the district, the capital clothing as much as they're sometimes really goofy looking. Mm-hmm. I thought those red like skirt pants things looked really cool. Yeah, they definitely toned it down a bit in this movie. Well, I think that's because they just got done the war. And you saw the city oh, being yeah. rebuilt. Maybe that wasn't like fashion wasn't as big yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're still kind of they're still gaining materials and kind of building up the capital still because this is the if you're not aware, this is the 10th Hunger Games in this movie. So it's very early on. They had just finished that big civil war, which, by the way, make a movie about that because I want to see that. That little opening scene we got with them as, him as a kid. Yeah, that was looked brutal. I want to see that. But um, yeah, so it's very on into the Hunger Games. They're still kind of figuring out all of the rules and regulations and the capital is still not. It's not the capital that we see in the originals. So it is pretty toned down. They're not wearing the kind of like, you know, bedazzled, shiny ass clothes. Like it's not like animal human hybrid yet. <laughs> yeah, there's not a cat lady walking around. No, she, she's coming up. I love her in the third one. She's really important in the books more than she is in this. But yeah, um, it was cool seeing Tigress. You saw, I mean, just from the books, you know who she is. Um, it was nice seeing, I more meant, it was nice seeing Hunter Shaver have like a main movie mm-hmm. uh, part. Maybe not like a lead, but yeah. it's still cool to see her transfer over to film instead of just Euphoria. Um, yeah, I thought everyone was really good. I thought Peter Dinklage was good. He definitely did, wasn't in it as much as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, no. Uh, but but the scenes are. Things. Oh, yeah. The same, I mean, it's the same thing with any of these young adult movies. Every time you get like, an experienced older act- so actor good. or actress, they just chew that shit up. And that's the same thing. Like you said, Dinklage isn't in it as much as I think we all thought he was going to be. Yeah. But still, every scene he's in, he's just having fun. And same with Viola Davis. They're just both so much fun to watch anytime they're on screen. Um, just keeping that tradition going of the older actress, actors and actresses just being like, yo, step the fuck back. We got this. All right. Um, what else? Yeah, because I mean, for the original one, you got Woody Howes and Stanley Tucci, Lenny Kravitz, Don mm-hmm. Sutherland. Like, you got like big name people to come out and do this franchise with you. Yeah. I mean, Don Sutherland will fall, forever be remembered as Snow because he gives such a great performance in those movies. Yeah. And then you Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Don Sutherland, you're talking about an experienced actor. He was in the original MASH movie. That's how goddamn old that guy is. <laughs> like, he's, he's got experience. So it's always good getting, getting those people in these movies. It's arguably the best part, to be, to be honest. Just watching them just chew it up. They are having a blast. It's just so much fun. And Viola Davis got all this makeup on, got crazy hair, wearing all these dresses. To put on? No. Four hours. Really? Yeah. And right. then she said it would take like two hours getting it off. Yeah. It might be a little too long then. But still, like. She said she was having a blast, yeah. though. Once you get it on, you get in character. It's got to just be like, I don't give a she shit. She had a fake nose on. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Oh. Don't volunteer. I hate that scene catching fire when the little girl volunteers. She's like, I want to volunteer and be just like you. No. You're no. going to die. <laughs> you could die. She's like, I Look at this idiot. Look at this idiot. He's going to get brainwashed next movie. No, he gets brainwashed in this one. Is it in this one? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Oh, no. It is technically the third one. No, because he goes into the Hunger Games and they get him instead of Katniss and them getting him out, right? But he could still be getting brainwashed already. Could have been. Look at how sweet he is. They can't even see. We're just talking. I know. Um, <laughs> Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Back to it. What I will say. First movie. Like going Hunger Games 1. Mm-hmm. These two, Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe, I think had better chemistry. Because right away, I was like, oh, I like these two. Like they felt nice. Yeah. Like they felt natural. 
Yeah, they felt well, this good. one. Like, I guess it's not supposed to feel natural. It's fake. Mm-hmm. But you're, it, they're trying to make people believe. I don't know. I, I really like Tom Blythe and her together. Yeah. Now, rest of the franchise doesn't compete at all because <laughs> their relationship in this in Catching Fire, I love. Mm-hmm. Oh, this poor girl. Yeah, no, they had really good chemistry, Blythe and Zegler. I I will say though, excuse me. Um, I didn't really buy the romance that much. I did. I bought the. Oh, all right, there we go. Shouldn't shouldn't do anything. Um, for me. I bought it towards the end, but that first time, and again, the mild spoilers, but that first time when she's in the cage and tries to kiss him, I was like, "Where the hell? You've had three conversations. Like, where the where did that come from? You gotta think of it like this. Imagine you get put in a like, you're picked in the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. okay? Sure. There's this really beautiful girl gets picked as, like, your mentor. Mm-hmm. And she gives and me a vial of rat poison. And she is Thank the, you so much, no. baby. <laughs> okay, she gives you something to help you. She's the only one that came and showed up when you got dropped off. She's the only person who's been nice to you. Mm-hmm. She brought you food. Like, it's probably just, like, raw emotion. Like, you're like, someone's nice to me, finally. Yeah, she'd probably give me a glass water bottle and be like... Put it in her fucking neck, dude. That scene was great. That was awesome. <laughs> I was so happy. So I was like, "Oh man, this this bitch is being an asshole." And then you just hear, she deserved it. She got what she fucking did. That was great. Oh, they proposed. Oh my god. Oh my god. Look at him. Um, yeah, no, I mean, this is definitely a personal thing, obviously, but I just didn't really buy the romance for the entire. After the Hunger Games, when he goes back to District Twelve. That's fine. Like, he went back after her. I totally get it through there. But just everything before that, I never got, like, a romance. Like, friendship budding, sure. Just romantic, I never really clicked with me. Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, Obviously, it's a, you know, it's a teen that's, movie. That's kind of the name of the game. Yeah. But it just other. never felt supernatural to me. So, like, I know you had a big issue with the with the third act. Mm-hmm. Much, much bigger issue than I did with it. Yeah. Did you like the scene, uh... First off, when he beats that dude's ass, her ex-boyfriend. Oh, when he's like trying to get, get up on stage. stage. Yeah. He beats <laughs> the piss out of that guy. My favorite part of that was when he like, he sees it and he takes like a step forward and just gets clocked. Like some random dude. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> and then he finds that guy and beats the yeah. like no, That was a really good scene. I think. The th- Not the scene I was going to talk to you about. Though. Oh, yeah. Well, I just say the stuff I did like about that last 40 minutes like after he goes to district 12 i really like seeing district 12 i like seeing like how they live what they do for anything like they're just going to a bar and dancing like it helps world building wise seeing more of district 12 because in these movies you know you kind of just see what katniss is doing in district 12 you don't see the town as a whole where in this movie you see like you know obviously the main characters what they're doing in district 12 but a lot of the townsfolk going with them um so I like that part of it. I really liked seeing more of District 12. Um, and I hope we get to see more of the other other districts if they do any future movies. Um, yeah, what, what were you going to talk about? So I was more going to talk about, remember when, I mean, it's a pretty big scene, when he bra- he breaks up the meeting with all the guns. Yeah. So first off, I felt so bad for uh, Lucy when he walks away during the song that she wrote for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but then... I did not think he was going to shoot that girl. No, that was, I was like, oh. And I mean, the noise it made, like the gun had like a perfect sound to it. Yeah. Which sounds really weird to people listening to me talk about it. 
he dropped that girl. <laughs> and then the other dude gets shot with a shotgun from a foot away. Dude, that dude gets blasted. Like, he flies into the wall. Again, there's no blood, which is kind of like... I'm not saying I need to see blood. Yeah, but it sometimes makes sense. When he gets shot from, like, two feet away with a shotgun. Against the like, wall, at yeah, least. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Yeah, that, that was a good scene. Especially when he's trying to, like, explain it. He's like, it's okay, it's okay. He's like, it's okay. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Pretend like nothing happened. She's like... Okay. It was nice scene 12, though. I do agree with what you were saying. Yeah. I like the... When they showed the train pulling up, I actually had, like, a huge, like, cheek-to-cheek smile. Like, really? it, I don't know why the train just, like, made me remember watching for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Hunger Games, I mean, everyone has, like... I feel like everyone has that, like, franchise or thing that, like, has, like, a big, like, impact on, like, memories and stuff. Yeah. Like, you remember what was going on. That's me with the first... With the Hunger Games. Really? Yeah. I told you this before. I read the entire book series in a week. Yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah. I'm still... It's probably like tw- 10 days, actually, but in my head, it's a week. Yeah, I'm still at almost a year for the first Game of Thrones book, so... It's definitely not Game of Thrones <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, no, I just... I think these movies, as much as like people can have their things to say about the last two, the third one and fourth one, the Mark and Jay movies, I still think they're very good movies, I think. They definitely shouldn't have been split up, but I think they're both low 70s. Yeah. But again, going from this, which is an Oscar nominated movie, Catching Fire, which is like a 90 something. Yeah. And then dropping to that is like a huge disappointment. Major. Just off of memory, I just want to ask you this. We'll get to our scores in a second. I just want to know where does Bow to Songbirds and Snake, off of memory, list in your Hunger Games like rankings? I mean, it's probably dead center. It probably goes like Catching Fire, number the first one, Battle of Songbirds and Snakes, and then, I mean, the last two just blend together for me. Because mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen them in a while, and I watched them back-to-back when I did watch them, so I don't know. But I feel like those would be... I feel like it would be above the Mockingjay, mm-hmm. part one and two. Not bad. Yeah. Not against it. How about you? Uh... Okay, this, this is a hot take. <laughs> so, catch, I think Catching Fire is leaps and bounds the best thing. Yeah. It's the best production, best setting, chemistry, writing. Everything's the best. Then I think it's Ballad. Okay. I really like Ballad. I, I genuinely was very happy because I think it's a franchise that you definitely could have done so much with. Mm-hmm. Kind of let it just die for a little bit. Yeah. Which I was very against. But, um,. Look, there's more blood in him drinking that glass than there is in the entire movie about, about <laughs> songbirds and snakes. Why is there blood in the glass? He's coughing. He like has. He's like dying. He's poisoned. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's he, yeah. There's he's like three dying. movies. Three movies. <laughs> I mean, it's not that long. It's, yeah. It's I think it's like six. No, it's probably over a year. I think there's a jump, oh, okay. uh, time jump. But uh, yeah, I think it's Catching Fire, Battle of Songbirds, and snakes. And snakes. Then I think it's. The fourth one, Mockingjay Part 2, then Hunger Games 1, then Mockingjay Part 2. Mockingjay Part 1. Mm-hmm. But to me, they're all very good. They all have like their qualities. And nothing made me more sad besides the Tasm 2 scene. I remember being in the theater with all my friends for the Part 1. Mm-hmm. And I had already read the books. So I knew where it was going. And you know when you see him first like tied up? Yeah. He's like going crazy. And they attacks Katniss. I started bawling my eyes out. Really? I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I got made fun of for like a month by my classmates. Yeah. That was that was eighth. 
somewhere between 8th and ninth grade for me, I think. Okay. I think it's in that range. Probably. Yeah, because I saw part two with my high school friends. So catching fire with my grade school friends. So I think it's right in between. Gotcha. But yeah. Um, yeah, now moving on from that. So we're pretty close in rating. You had it at three. I had it two. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a huge drop off. No. Um, what is your uh, what's your score for this movie? I think I'll go like eighty one. Sounds pretty right. And it was it was higher until that last part. Like I, I'm telling you, that first like two hours, I was really genuinely enjoying myself. It's just that last forty minutes. It's not bad, but it just drags it down a lot for me. How about you? It's at 81, right? Yeah. I already forgot while I was typing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm definitely with Google on this one. I, I didn't even get to talk about their reviews yet. Yeah. For that in a second. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's probably like a really high 80, maybe even a 90 flat until probably that final 40 minutes. Yeah. Because it definitely loses some steam. Because it, I mean, it's it was probably up there as like one of my top 10 movies. Like for those first two hours, I was yeah. really enjoying myself. Yeah, I was too. And I, I think it's still probably made that grouping. I think it just might have fallen. Mm-hmm. I still think it's probably like an 80. I'll say 85. I don't want to give it too high of an 80. So I'm going to go right in the middle. Yeah. And I'll give it 85. So we're not, sure. we're pretty much keeping our thing of being within like four of each other. Yeah. We've definitely more recently gotten a little bit further apart as like going through all the movies we've watched. Yeah, we're drifting. We're drifting. <laughs> the pods love it. The fans love it. The fans. The kernels. The fan. I'm going to keep calling. Yeah. My mom loves yeah, it. Mom loves it. Um, mom listen. She listens to the Kelsey's podcast more than my own. Oh, yeah. Way more. Yeah. Um. Here's one thing. This is probably a bit of a hot take, and it's a take that, I mean, it's 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 not a hot take. It's not even that important, but I think the snakes just being colorful snakes could have been a little bit more creative because we, we see, I mean, they're pretty scary because there's a lot of them and they move really fast. They're, they're pretty freaky snakes and they look really, really cool. But when you first get to, I don't remember the name of the character, Viola Davis's, you know, office mm-hmm. lab, whatever you want to call it, you see all these different freaky ass creatures. You're like, how the hell did you even make those? And then the big final creature is just a bucket of snakes. Dr. Gall. Dr. Gall. Okay. Yeah. I think the snakes looked really cool. And, you know, the name of the movie has snakes in it. But I think you could have been a little bit more creative with how the snakes looked. Like what they, you know. Because at the end of the day, they're just regular snakes. Thought it was a little disappointing to me. It's not a big deal, but, you know, it's something. No, I, I I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, I I like the idea of the snakes because I feel like the Hunger Games are always like, oh, what's gonna be like the thing? Because mm-hmm. like, of course, it's the dogs, the hellhounds, or whatever you want to call them in yeah. the first one. Aren't which, they just zombies in the book, more no, or less? They're still animals, but they look. Isn't it like the they use the corpses of the tributes though? Don't it's they? their faces. Okay, but they don't really lean into that in the movies. They kind of just yeah, make them dogs, they kind of just make them dogs, which isn't bad. I don't have anything against that. Mm-hmm. Then there's the monkeys in the second one. Yeah. Which are terrifying. <laughs> Dude, I remember getting jump scared because the, there's that scene where she turns and it freaks out. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being in the field. I was like, Dude, I got jump scared in this movie. The fucking, when they're touring the, the thing. And you're... That guy, that guy, that got me. <laughs> I had no idea. Hey, look, it's him. That guy's another famous actor. 
you probably knew there was like an attack coming. I had no I idea. I knew I exactly like, what was going to happen. Yeah, Most I thought of the movie I knew. I was just wondering if they were going to, because I mean, there's big changes in the movies that they decide on. Yeah. No, I I had no idea. I thought they were just doing a regular stadium tour, and all of a sudden it just. <laughs> I like that she stayed and helped him. Yeah, and that's like that's what made him fall in love with her. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. cared for him. But again, like that, I like that because that's not love as much as it is just like. This guy was nice to me. I'll be nice back. You know what I mean? Like, that's friendship more than love. Love is friendship. And friendship is love. A little bit more than friendship. (laughs) But don't you want your wife? We have never kissed. (laughs) Don't you want your wife to be, like, one of your best friends? Yeah. But I don't want one of my best friends to be my wife. That is true. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Dude, this seems so fucked up that we're watching right now. Dude, I will say, the Peacekeeper uniforms are dope in this movie. They're just like oh, yeah. cool stormtroopers. I really love, like, you had mentioned this earlier, but I think after watching this movie, I am way more interested in the world of the Hunger Games. Like, the way Pan Am works in general. Um, I want to learn more about the different districts. Like, you know, you can look up what they do, but mm-hmm. they, seeing they... each of them sounds pretty cool. I want to see that goddamn Civil War, dude. I mean, that looked... If yeah. they got to the Capitol and had the Capitol that messed up, that everybody was starving, that dude was cutting the other guy's leg off, like... I want to see that shit. That would be a great little series. Dude, if you the want to Civil do... War is crazy. Is there game. a book on it? They uh, talk about it. Yeah. Well, because there's 13 districts at the time of that. Yeah. District and they get nuked. Fucking blast. <laughs> <laughs> or so you think. <laughs> no, nah, the actual world got blasted. They just went underground. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm way more interested in the world of the Hunger Games now. No, I that's why was... I think this movie is such a good job. Yeah, they really they, help flesh it out. Yeah, they flesh out the world yeah. more. Because this one, you're really just following Katniss. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. this movie made Jennifer Lawrence's career. Yeah. But now you have a series that it's mm. been enough time that the kids who grew up, you know, not kids particularly, but like the young adults, the young teens who grew up watching it have grown up to, you know, like our age now. and they can just go buy their own tickets or get their own streaming platform. Yeah, Gail got fucked up. I forgot about him getting whiffed from. Um, <laughs> um, I, I think. Yeah, I think you have so much opportunity to make a new movie every once in a while, or maybe like a new series of movies, a new TV show. You know, I don't want you to go overboard with it and have a new Hunger Games thing every year, but once in a while, every once in a while, it's it's a nice little setting to revisit every once in a while. So. I hope this isn't the last Hunger Games project that they do. I doubt that it will be because this is doing pretty well, isn't it? It, it debuted at number one. It was yeah. the biggest opening besides the Catching Fire. Yeah, people people like this. People are going to continue to like this. So, speaking about this movie again, going back into Catching Fire. So, remember how bad Woody Harrelson's wig is in Venom? I've still oh, seen, it. seen it. Well, it's horrible. It's, it, yeah. it's it's bad. I remember the post credit scene. This one is so good. I love his hair in this. Yeah, it's pretty it's nice. Much- I wouldn't mind seeing him win the Hunger Games. Yo, did you know the hair in Loki wigs? Tom Hiddleston? I was so disappointed. You thought he grew How many goddamn hair flips have I seen? Not even real. <laughs> I was livid. <laughs> I wanted to shout out one of the actresses. Let me get to the case. Oh, also, I think as far as the Hunger Games go, I think they overdid it a little bit with the tributes that, you know, make you feel bad like you feel bad for the tributes but they go for this like they have a 
they have a kid with one arm and it's like oh how's he gonna fight doesn't matter he's a tribute yeah why they do that in this one (laughs) they have a girl with um tuberculosis and she can't breathe she's talking the whole time and they have a girl with down syndrome in this and i get the point is like you know it doesn't matter who they are they can be tributes and that sucks i think you went a little bit overboard like we didn't need all of that you know what i mean maybe just one i mean it was horrible watching that little girl walk are we done? Can we go home? Oh, man. It was so sad, man. Every time she would come on screen, the entire theater was just like, oh, man. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, man. I think they just went a little bit overboard with that. Like They really were trying to make you feel bad. Yeah. I mean, you feel bad. Like, you Absolutely. naturally feel bad for it anyway. The Hunger yeah. Games is a horribly fucked up event. Yeah. Even the 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 big dude, the uh, Reaper or whatever. Oh, we were just talking about this. Reaper, Reaper, mm-hmm. whatever. That's the biggest, baddest, scariest dude in the Hunger Games. And by the end, you feel bad for him because he, he doesn't want to fucking be there. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. He was a nice guy. But Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. Finnick is the biggest, is the badass, biggest badass out of all of them. Finnick's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, who's the... What's his name? Damn, who's the... Clayfin? Tom Clayfin? Something like that? Sam Clayton. Sam Clayton. Oh my God, who's the guy from the first one? Ruse District. Um, he's a badass. Big dude. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. I gotta find it. I kind of forgot about Rue. Wasn't it? Is it Jack Quaid that gets her? Yeah, and he was laid told when they were uh, when they were filming it, they're like, people are gonna spit in your coffee. Like yeah. when this comes out, and he said like people were like mean to him. Yeah, and he was like. That's- it's not so dumb when you hear about that <laughs> actors getting shit for playing character. You're like, dude, it's not me, man. <laughs> like, I get if you like were playing like a racist or something like that. Yeah, which leaves a little bit of a sour taste. Well, man. still, I mean, I don't. You Thresh. still shouldn't do it. That was his name, Thresh. Thresh. Yeah. Thresh was so cool. What else is he being in? They're still oh, Terminator Genesis. Actually, great movie. He's in Hypnotic. I haven't seen it. I don't know. That's the Ben Affleck movie. No, I know. I was talking about Terminator Genesis because yeah, I said it was a great movie, and it's definitely not. I don't hate that movie. That movie gets too much hate. Is that the one with uh, John Clark? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't mind that one. I heard it's bad. Uh, Fresh. The Sebastian Stan, Daisy Edgar Jones horror movie. Oh, yeah. He's in that. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, The Hungry is crazy, like... All five of them, I know some people have their issues with, but I think everyone critically is a passing movie. Like, they've never had, like, a movie that's a bomb. Mm-hmm. Which is, if you make five movies in a franchise, that's pretty, that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. It's like, it was impressive. Even Harry Potter, like, there's still the ones that are not loved, but, like, there's, st- I think they're all still yeah. pretty good movies. And Star Wars, the fact that they've still done, was it now 12 movies? 11? Um, Solo, Rogue One. I'm trying to think of, like I side stories. Yeah, it's just Solo and Rogue One, right? Yes. Yeah, or am I missing one? Well, Clone Wars movie, but fuck talk that. About that. <laughs> it's on live action movies. Yeah. I mean, that's still pretty great. It's probably nine of eleven mm-hmm. are good movies. Yeah. So, like, The Hunger Games kind of gets is getting if they can make if they make let's just say one or two more solid movies, mm-hmm. they put themselves in that category. It'd be yeah. like franchises that kept the steam, like kept good. Popping out good movies because kept audiences audiences interested. Yeah, because I mean, this one has a this one has a ninety eight audience score. I think that high ninety one. It's Man. in like the nineties. That's that's crazy. I wanna, I'm gonna make sure I don't want to say the wrong number now. And to go back to the um the world building for a sec, I like that we see that 
snow is kind of the reason for a lot of the the you know minute details of the hunger games like your tribute can get like this is the first time that they have mentors the tributes this is the first time that you can give them donations and they can get like supply drops even though it doesn't really fucking work because they don't you know they didn't think it through but um i also like that the drones i I like that the drones didn't work yeah i think it's cool because you know not only is it kind of funny in a sad way it also gives more to the world building because like this civilization is futuristic where they have the technology to make those drones and stuff but at this point they don't quite have the resources to nail it so like they can make this stuff and you know we see in the future like they have fucking jets and shit that look awesome but like at this moment they just don't have all the resources due to the war and due to the um, I mean, they're rebuilding the entire country. Yeah, they the just don't world. have the shit to work on. Did you um, see that they pretty much showed a map of the U.S.? Yeah, I noticed. That. I was like, like that's North America. It was, uh, <laughs> fuck. District 12 was, like, right below us. Yeah. I can't remember what district. I think it was three was Pennsylvania. Okay. I was trying to figure out, like, yeah. where we would be. It was, like, right before that, I was trying to think, like, is Pan Am supposed to be North America? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't know. I just remember there's, a, there's another book series that's kind of like a recommendation for everyone. It was after I finished The Hunger Games. I think it's Mary Lou wrote it. It's called Legend. I read the first book. It's pretty similar to this, The Hunger Games, but it's not, not like the Will the, Smith, is it? Hmm? Not the I Am Legend, right? No, no, no. Just it's like sure. a teen love story. Oh, okay. It was really good. I love the book, and I never read the rest of them. I suppose mm. it was really good, and they sold the rights to uh, Lionsgate after okay. the success of these, and they just never made it. Yeah. But I, gotta, I won't always read the next books. Well, how many young adult novels have been made and how many were not nearly the success like, of hunger games. I feel like hunger games just was like again like kind of like what we say about the mcu and a lot of other franchises it's got like that lightning in a bottle yeah. where everything they, just falls perfectly call fire it did yeah call fire it was catching fire yeah because what else there's maze runner which Divergent. yeah maze runner the first one's good the Divergent. rest of them are not good. i don't know i didn't watch any of those there's that one with Saoirse ronan i don't even remember Fifth Element. Yeah. That was supposed to be a franchise. The Fifth know. Wave. That was another one. Oh, was that the Chloe Grace Moretz yeah. one? Yeah. I remember seeing trailers and like, this looks fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other ones but like I think, that. I think one of the reasons is that this one, Hunger Games works so well as a franchise because they took their time so much where you get the first movie is just the games itself. You get thrown into this and you see the one big thing that this world is kind of centered around, which is the Hunger Games. You see it happen, and you're like, I like these characters. I like this world. This is kind of neat. And then in the subsequent movies, they build up on that. And I think I haven't seen the Divergent ones. Those are the other. That's like the the other big one. It seems like they jumped into that wider world way too fast. I think that's why I and a lot of people like the first Maze Runner. It's just a bunch of kids in a maze running around. Like, it's a fun movie. It's like the first Hunger Games. Like, it's just the maze itself. And then they immediately go into a much bigger world, and there's fucking zombies everywhere. And you're like, what the hell? What is this turn into? Yeah, hmm. never watched weird. them. I watched the second one, and then I heard the third one was terrible. So I, I never watched the first didn't one. Even bother. First one's good. I heard you that. would you would like the first one. Um, but I think the Hunger Games did such a good job of keeping it so defined until everybody was fully on board, and then going, okay, revolution time. And obviously, the third and fourth ones aren't great, but they did their job of keeping audiences invested without being overwhelmed. And I think that's a really, really important thing in growing, starting and building a franchise. So 
they've kind of done that. They've set the groundwork. People are invested in this. They can just keep making them. Yeah. This, which and I think you also like. Of course, luck falls in all these kind of categories. Absolutely. And the fact that I mean, Josh Hutcherson was a known actor. Mm-hmm. He's probably he's probably that that very small few that were kid actors that have still made a name for themselves as adult actors. Yeah. And they still have done good work as adult actors. Mm-hmm. Also, if you've never seen him audition for The Amazing Spider-Man, I highly recommend him watch his uh, tape. It's very good. Mm-hmm. He actually looks pretty good to it with like the glasses and look. I'm like, <laughs> makes sense. Did he put on glasses for Peter Parker? Yeah. Oh, and he takes them off for a fight scene. Nice. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. But yeah, it was between, I think they end up saying it was between him, Charlie Cox, and Andrew Garfield. Like the finalist. Charlie Cox would have been weird. I feel like, don't get me wrong, Andrew Garfield is, what's he, 40 now? Yeah. yeah but he, I think he's older than. Isn't Charlie Cox older? Isn't Charlie Cox older than Andrew Garfield? Maybe he might not be older, but I feel like Charlie Cox looks older than Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he does. Like, he Andrew is, Garfield's got a baby face. Yeah. I could see Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson would have been a fun Spider-Man. He's got the look. I feel like yeah. he's got the acting. A little bit of a shorter guy, too. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Very short. Yeah. Yo, Cadden's really, I forgot how much she'd be kissing Gale in this movie. Man. I mean, Thor's brother, dude. You blame her? Yeah, because Peter, Peter's better looking. They got the P90s. Two P90s. <laughs> I just remember this when this book, when I was reading it, and I was like, oh, my God, they have to go back into the Hunger Games. This is trash. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, for those who know what I'm talking about and have watched all the Hunger Games, there's that scene where she's pretty much begging uh, Hamish to volunteer if Peter gets picked. Mm-hmm. He's like, Peter was here 45 minutes ago asking for the same thing. For me to him to volunteer for me, and I was just like, "Oh God, don't pick Pete up." <laughs> yeah. So, did they get extra grain for doing this? Because I remember that was the big thing of like, if you put your name in multiple times, you get more grain. You get like more food and stuff. Yeah. I remember that from the book. I did read the first book in fifth grade for a book report. It doesn't matter. There's only one name in this. One. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> just catch. She's got it. I also forgot Elizabeth Banks is so good in this movie. She is good. I love that woman <laughs> in this movie. Did you ever hear how uh, Hamish won his Hunger Games? Didn't he starve them out? Oh, no, he threw the thing off the ledge, didn't he? No. So it was him and a girl, and he walked down to a ledge right next to the like the force field or whatever, and she had an axe. Oh, she threw she it. She threw it. He ducked it, bounced back, hit her in the face. And he was yeah. like, let's go. I didn't know that. It's in the book. It's one of the chapters, I'm pretty sure. Is it a full chapter? Yeah. So I just heard it. I, and I'm like, I think it's him sitting at a table telling her. Oh, okay. So it's not like the whole, it's not like putting the scene. It's yeah. just him telling her about, I do remember that. I just I heard about see, it. I want to see him win. I, feel like he, I would like to see his story. That'd be a pretty cool. Cool. Cause I think. Cause oh, what was no. his, the 50th hunger games? Oh, what's that? What's happening? I mean, Hamish's name got pulled. So PETA volunteers. It's, oh, there goes my dogs. Instead oh, of the opposite, which if PETA got nominated and he volunteered, there's nothing PETA can do. Yeah. She was praying that Peter wouldn't get picked. Damn, these movies are so goddamn good. Well, do you think he knows about it? Pete, does Peter know? Peter know what? That they're planning. Because they're planning the revolution during all of this. Still, Hamish is in on it. She's he not in on it yet. I know she isn't. She's no, not I in on it. I think, Peter, you think Peter's in on it? I think Peter slowly figures it out as the story goes on more. Yeah. But then I think I think he's the last one to know. Okay. Because I know Hamish is in on it at this point. Yeah, they're all they're all. Well, yeah, because you see the girl with the bracelet that Hamish is that gave her, okay that Hamish wore, and it was supposed to mean like good luck and stuff. I gotcha. She gets killed, right? Was it Primrose? Yeah, by Gale. Oh yeah, Mister War Crimes. 
It's a war crime. <laughs> that scene when I was watching. This one they drop it in and just. <laughs> it's not a bomb. They look like I know it's like supply drops. And, re- and the first kid that grabs it is like an eight year old, and it blows up. And you're watching it in like slow <laughs> motion. And everyone in the theater was like, "Oh yay!" Who yeah. hadn't read the book? And I was like, yeah. "It's so it's not funny, but it's just the fact that it's like." It's just like the handsome guy of the love triangle. <laughs> He's just committing so many war crimes. Like, what do you mean, Peter's handsome? No, I'm saying, but Gail, Peter's the one, like the good one. Yeah, Gail's Everyone's just like hot. Gail's like the hot bad boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, of course. I like how we were just in agreement. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, I know the rules. Suzanne oh. Collins knew what she was doing. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Peter's um, just a good guy. Yeah. All right. What else? What a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Gail gets married. Does he get married? He marries a girl from District Two. Who the hell would do that? He doesn't get charged. It was war. Crimes. Yeah, it was bad <laughs> what he did, but don't know. They don't say anything. When does he get married? Is it in the books? It's in the epilogue. Okay. Katniss talks about it. She's like, she's like, don't get me wrong. She's like, I'm still a little bit jealous. Me and Peter were still not together fully. Like she talks about it. It's mm-hmm. actually pretty funny. Epilogue in that book is so good. That's the last book. I got you. One last thing before we get back into the review, everyone. Just so everyone knows. The, you know like the servers in the background of the shot? Yeah, they're creepy as hell. Yeah, they don't have tongues. No? Cut their tongues out. Well, so does Foggy in um, the next one. Yeah, they're criminal. They like stole and yeah, stuff. They got a name for it, though. Yeah. I forget. They're not Munich. They're pretty much no. the same, like their version of it, though. Yeah. Cut their tongue I mean, out. There's probably a name for it in real life, too. Foggy's really good in that. He is good. I just remember the one scene where he's like trying to, he like knows the creatures are coming he's trying to like warn them he's like mm. <laughs> like what the hell is this guy trying to say what's this dude yapping about dude, those things are frightening in the in the yeah. market those get panic yeah yeah that's he that fight seems awesome that is cool him and cat is just like back to back taking them out mm-hmm. and peter's just like <laughs> yeah peter's just freaking out there he is alan, there's reacher yeah alan richardson forgot he's in this richardson richardson rich richardson yeah, something like that. It was a guy who gets hit in the would have been hit in the face. Where's the one lady that's just like naked the entire time in this movie? She's not. She's not naked the entire time. She's naked in one she's scene, like half the time. It's one scene of the two scenes she's in. No, it's the main. It's the girl at the end. Oh, it's Batman's. Yeah, it's Jeffrey Jeffrey Wright. I just forget he's in this. How the hell did he win? Uh, he electrocuted everything. Hmm. He's like a genius. I got you. Yeah, so She's everyone who's watching it, there's Finnick. The boy. Youngest ever, 14. Extremely humble. All right. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a peacock. <laughs> yeah, Battle of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, I think like, if we're going to say like the what I think made this movie so like the best, like what its highs was, was the performances. Oh, there's Annie Cresta. And... Uh, I think it's the performances which really pull you in. And I think seeing the Hunger Games from the Capitals' perspective. Yes. Like, I think that's what made this one so much, like, made it so good. I'm trying to think of how to explain this. You know, like, how a lot of times when a prequel or a sequel comes out, it feels too similar? Mm-hmm. This was similar enough, but made it its own story. Yeah. Like, it was nice to see it from a different side of everything. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think having it from the Capitals' perspective really did a good job of making making snow feel like the good guy in this movie but i also think that's at a detriment because like our, like we said our, our main complaint is that the turn from good to bad was way too quick just very underdeveloped 
I think they made the other tributes in the Hunger Games too evil. Especially like the team, what was her name? Like Coral or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she, she was way too evil. Like it's it's to the point where you're no longer like obviously you're you're loot you're rooting for Lucy Gray and Snow to win and survive, but it gets to the point where you're like you don't feel bad for the districts in the Hunger Games itself. You know you what feel, I mean? I think you feel bad for the districts. You don't feel bad for the opponents. Yeah, well, that's like I all the know, games like, though. Everyone yeah, no, that, the ones that you don't definitely. like. Yeah, I don't know. Because you have to make a villain. Yeah, you do. Because then you just feel bad. Yeah. I, I think he just, they don't have the the capital seem evil enough. Well, because capital's not evil to them, technically. Yeah. Like, we're learning about that. And you can see that they're not all evil because mm-hmm. Lucy Gray only won because the people of the capital were begging for her to be let out. Yeah. So I think you see that the, the Hunger Games, people understand that they're bad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's probably making the capital so much money. Again, yeah. pretty much showing money talks. That's in the Hunger Games. That's in every world. That's our world. Yeah. It's so it's so sad when Peter Dinklage explains how it all came out. It is sad, dude. That that's another one I want to see. Make him where like you get Snow's like He's Snow bad. Senior and see them like create it. Yeah, make it make something showing the Civil War itself, the action, and then. Towards the end of that, have like the more political side of it, them ending it, them starting the Hunger Games, and Peter Dinklage being like, you know, I would love to see Peter Dinklage doing his best to sneakily get the Hunger Games canceled because that's that's his big reveal at the end of this movie is that he started the Hunger Games as a joke. Always felt bad about them, and he takes morphine to try and forget. Nothing ever works, and then right after that, he just gets poisoned. Good, which I saw a million miles away. So did I. But it was still pretty cool. Um, he really, we don't even know if he got poisoned. He might just OD'd. No, he definitely got poisoned because <laughs> he pulls him out of the Sir Janus's desk. He's like, I'm going to use these later. Um, that is one thing in this movie. They're good at foreshadowing of being like setting something up and then two or three scenes later it comes into it. But they do it like 10 times to the point where lot. if you see something, you know, like, okay, this like is the coming back. hanging tree. The bird. The bird. The bird twice, actually. Yeah. Because you saw him the first time, and he's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he actually uses one. They for shadow that she'll eventually find it. Yep. There's the morphine, the rat morphine, poison. Rat poison. Um, The bat bite. Like, they're good at doing it, but so, it happens so I much. I forgot about the guy. With the, that was sad. That was sad. Because she did not want him to die. No. But, yeah. you know, it's too late. He's got rabies. Yeah, he's not coming back. He got rabies. 100% mortality rate. You don't. You can't get cured from rabies. It's, you can take shots, but you're never going to be cured. Are you sure? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent mortality rate. <laughs> Look it up right now. <laughs> you die. If Michael Scott taught me one thing, Tom, hundred percent mortality rate. Look up rabies mortality rate, ladies and gentlemen. He's looking up rabies mortality rate. I, I, I forgot the Look it up on Bing instead of Google. No, I, I really looked up what is the mortality rate. I forgot to say of rabies. <laughs> of life, 100%. Everybody. Okay, rabies is a virus that attacks the central nervous system. It's only found in mammals. Human cases of the virus are extremely rare in the United States. But if it's not treated before symptoms appear, it's deadly. Rabies has the highest mortality rate of any disease on Earth. 
It is 99.9%. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it yeah, is. right. No, that's just from people dying of old age before the rabies gets to them, okay? That's it. This is the girl that goes naked. Oh, here we go. It's my favorite scene. Jennifer Lawrence actually isn't even in the scene. That's not actually here in the background. Really? They, they, it's just they, a wax figure? No, they like cut around it. The... Oh, they just keyed her in? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I always remember this because I watched this in like seventh grade and I was like, excuse me? Unzip. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell is this lady doing? I love watching Hamish in the scene. Hamish is the man. Just <laughs> drunk. What district is she from? Four. Four. That one's not bad. What is it? Like one and two were like more or less almost the capital. Yeah. And then like three, four, and five are like fine. And then six through 10, pretty rough. 11 and 12 are like, ah. Uh huh. (laughs) This is rough. Remember, guys, today's about making allies. Ew. That guy's ODing. I mean, he's going. Oh, I forgot half of them are like drug addicts. (laughs) Um, Except from not everyone Lombard. Yeah. But yeah. um, Anything else? No, I just want everyone to know the Battle of Sunburn Stakes was really good. If you're, I think if you're not a huge fan of the franchise, you'll still like the movie because I still yeah. think it's enjoyable. It was. You might actually like it more if you haven't seen the franchise because you don't know anything. Oh, also the music's really good. Music is really Rachel good. Rachel Zegler can sing and she she sings a lot in this and it's pretty good. And it makes sense why she sings. It's not just in yeah. the movie. And all the all the songs like all the lyrics are you know they They're actually great. have stuff to do with what's going on in the movie. They kind of come back later. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, everyone go check out this movie. If you are a fan of the franchise, yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. And yeah, I I just recommend everyone go check it out. Ladies uh, like a shark. Do you, have a, <laughs> do you have anything you want to add before we get into recommendation of the week? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite recommendation of the week. It's my favorite part of the show. It, you know what's funny? Like I know you're being sarcastic, but it is my favorite part of our show. It's pretty fun. I just don't have a recommendation. You know, I recommend yeah, Hunger Games Catching Fire. You're a coward. It's on Prime. And if you use, if you go and watch it this week, it's actually 55% off. Coward. Um, Fine. I recommend Mocking J Part 2. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, I, I'm going to recommend what we do in the show. My, my rankings? Yeah, it's I my did. third favorite one I, out of five. Yeah, but I like him when the first one. Oh, you do? Yeah. I blacked out. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I say because Catching Fire, Ballad of Songbirds. Ballad of Songbirds. Two. Two. Wow. Yeah. It's a hot take. Wow. I really like part two. Wow. Um, all right. I'll go What We Do in the Shadows, the FX show. Started watching it with my dad. He blew past me. He's been very much enjoying it. And it's very funny to me as well. Um, I want to watch the movie too, the Taika movie. But yeah. I've been watching the show. It's very funny. It's very, very funny. I do have to get ad-free Hulu, though, because it's driving me insane. It's the worst. But Hulu is such a great one. They have so much stuff to watch. Those ads are so goddamn bad. They're so annoying. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't know. Coward. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> yeah, is there anything uh, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I think this is just a good movie. See, I switched it up. You just say no and then talk. I said yeah that time. I believed you. Um, music was good. Surprisingly good. Because when she started singing, when she got, you know, chosen, I was like, oh, this is going to be so cringy. But then it kept going. I was like, oh, this is pretty. I'm bopping. It was a good song. Like, it was actually about, like, you yeah. can't take my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What else? 
Yeah, just good movie. Good movie with a mediocre ending. Just big fall off, but still very much worth the watch if you're at all a fan of the first four movies or just the world as a whole. Definitely worth it. And once they leave the capital and they're in Dishdrop, the cinematography is very nice. Oh, it's great. Very nice. The woods looked really cool. But yeah, I mean the whole aesthetic of the movie. Oh, they have like the retro kind of look to everything. It it's looks got, like it, that gold look in the capital. Yeah, it looks really cool. Definitely want to see more from this world. Yeah, very, very much excited. And uh, yeah, yeah, that is everything we have to say about Hunger Games: The Battle of Songbirds and Snakes. Thank you all for tuning in and checking out this week's episode. Next week we'll be back to review, maybe Saltburn, maybe Thanksgiving. I don't know yet. There's a lot of things we can do for you. I'll see both of them. I'll see both. Do a double feature. Yeah. That'd be a really weird double feature. Dude, I need a job. <laughs> Spend a lot of money on movies. <laughs> Worth it. We, need to, we just need to get AMC or Regal to just give us like a full contract <laughs> yeah. or something. But yeah, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Yeah. This- Regal. 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 Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and make sure to check out the show and make sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, anywhere else you can find podcast. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's all I really got to say. Yeah, see you guys next week too. See ya.